This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. This morning, it's easy to feel like all hope is lost, especially in America right now. It can seem like lies is winning and truth is being laughed at and attacked and it's, it's snubbed and it's put to death. It's true, the old saying that truth is so powerful that it's got to be guarded with the bodyguard of lies. I never thought I would see corruption so blatant in the world, not just in the country. And again, I'm not trying to make a political stance. No matter where you stand, you have to be absolutely blind and brain dead to not see corruption in our world today. You have to be extremely heartless to ignore the fact that the rich that are in power are using the poor as pawns to line their own pockets. And once again, I am not trying to make a political statement. What I'm trying to get through to you is that it's easy for us to live like we will never have to give an account for our actions. We're talking about what happens after I die. And it seems like there's no connection to what I'm saying and what our topic and what our series is, but there is. Because the title for this morning's message is A Meeting with the Master. There is a master. There is a creator. There is a Lord. There is a sovereign. And every single person will have a meeting with the master. No matter who you are. No matter how many people you've lied to. And how many people you've convinced. And how much you're so strong and popular on social media. It does not matter. There's a meeting with the master that's coming. And as we talk about what happens after I die. As a pastor I have to warn every single person sitting over here, every single person at the sound of my voice, that there is a meeting with the master. And for those of you sitting over here that has lost hope, I want to encourage you, there is a meeting with the master. And every single person that has gotten away with their lies, that has taken advantage of the poor, that has taken advantage of the young and the weak, will have to give an account, there's a meeting with the master. At the same time, I have to warn you, oh, Church, I have to warn you. If this is my last message, let it be so, but I have to warn you. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. God is not going to judge you on your intentions. He's going to judge you on your actions. You can have good intentions. I didn't intend to harm. I didn't intend to say. I didn't intend to do. That's not how God's going to judge you. Let me give you an illustration. Back in the 90s, there was a guy who was arrested for... Uh, thievery. He was a thief in 1992 in Rapid City, South Dakota. His name was Dennis Lee Curtis. When they arrested him in his wallet, they found a piece of paper. And in the piece of paper, it showed that this thief, he actually had a conscience. He had a sense of ethical morality in how he stole. And on the sheet of paper, it said, I will not kill anyone unless I have to. I will take cash and food stamps, but no checks. I will rob only at night. I will not wear a mask. (laughs) <laughs> this is before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will not rob mini marts or 7-Eleven stores. It gets better. I will, ch- I will get chased by cops on foot and I will run. But if I'm being chased by a vehicle, I will not put the lives of innocent civilians on the line. What a caring guy. I will rob only seven months out of the year. And then I will take a sabbatical. Seven is the number of completion. He's a Christian thief too. I will enjoy robbing from the rich and I will give it to the poor. What a Robin Hood kind of a character. What do you think?
when he stands before the judge and this piece of paper is presented as an evidence of what was found in his wallet. Will the judge applaud this guy and say, good for you, man. You had some moral ethical codes. So you know what? You are actually going to be a billboard for all the thieves in the nation. Would you want to live in a kind of a nation like that? Would you want to vote for the judge to be a judge? What would you do if you were the judge? Would you go leaning on this guy? Yes or no? Some of you, you've been brainwashed too much. You're like, you know what? Actually, it's kind of a good... Mm, okay. Thank God you're not a judge. And thank God the judge that was judging this guy had hit him with the full extent of the law. Why is that? Because land has a law that's above... Above... Get my V's right. That's above a person's intentions. You can have your moral code. You can have your ethical code. You can have your doctrinal stance and your theological beliefs. It does not matter. What matters is, what does your master say? What does your master want from you? What does God's word say? What does Jesus have to say? It doesn't matter what you were raised in. It doesn't matter what your country believes. It doesn't matter what your culture says. It doesn't matter what politicians say. It doesn't matter what your church told you. Does God's word say that? Yes or no? And that's what I want to follow. I don't know about you. I mean, your theology is, it sounds good, but it's wrong. There's a time when God's like, hey, leave everything, follow me. Leave your fishing net, follow me. Quit what you're doing, follow me. But we want to be wise, right? You've got to have a plan B. Well, God hates your plan B. Okay, because it shows that you have no faith. And no wonder God doesn't bless you because you have your own little things that you're building on and you're trusting on that. Your assumptions on what you believe doesn't really matter. So take heart. There's a meeting with the master. At the same time, be warned. There's a meeting with the master. The first thing I want to tell you is in the after, we're talking about after, we spoke about what, the definition of death. We spoke about the happens of what actually happens the minute, the second you die. The curtain's closing in and your name is called What Happens. If you missed that, go listen to it. Go download the app because we do not know what's going to happen with our social media. And so make sure you're getting it on the app. Listen to it. Today we talk about what happens after. We're talking about the after. And the first thing I want you to know is that in the after, there is a heaven and there is a hell. Jesus spoke a lot about heaven and hell. You should not be surprised by that, that he spoke about hell more than anybody else in the Bible. He spoke about hell because he came into the world to save you from hell. We're all dancing our way to hell. And he had to come into the world to save you from hell. And no wonder he spoke passionately. He spoke with tears in his eyes. He cries over Jerusalem and says, Jerusalem, you murderer prophets. How long to gather you as a mother hen gathers its little chicks. But you killed every person that came to you and warned you of the wrath of God that is on you. Jesus spoke very passionately about hell. Dante describes hell as a place under the earth's surface with nine levels of suffering where people are bitten by snakes, tormented by beasts, showered by icy rain, trapped in rivers of blood, flaming tombs, and some were even soaking and steeped in huge pools of human poo. Someone say, you gross. C.S. <laughs> Lewis takes a little bit more of a mellow approach compared to Dante, and he just says that it's a dark, gloomy city where people fade to non-entity. ACDC, the Australian rock band, takes on a very different approach from C.S. Lewis or Dante, and they say, hell ain't a bad place to be. 
It's where all our friends are. Being Australian, I probably would have said, they probably would have said, Haley, a bad place to be, mate. It's where all our mates are. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. By the way, they don't say that. They don't, yeah, they call it prawns and not shrimp. <laughs> Hell ain't a bad place to be. It's where all our friends are. And I want you to know, it doesn't matter what the smartest or the coolest people have to say about heaven and hell. What really matters is what Jesus has to say about heaven and hell. Because he made it. He created it. And he knows who's going to go there. And he wants us not to walk in that direction of hell, but to choose heaven instead. What really matters is what Jesus has to say. He's the only person who can have insight into these places. Three things I want to boil it down into everything that Jesus said about hell. He says hell is a place of punishment after the judgment. Last week we spoke about Sheol. We spoke about Hades, the place of waiting for punishment to come. And even in that place as torment, we saw that last week. If you missed it, go listen to it. And Jesus says that hell is a place, where, and I'm not going to get into the Greek and, and Hebrew of this because it'll, it's not necessary. When Jesus talks about hell, he says it's a place of punishment that will come after the judgment. When you meet with a master, there comes hell for those who are going in that direction. Matthew chapter 25, verse 31, this is red letter words of Jesus. It says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations. Before him will be gathered all the nations, wherever you're watching this, this message from, all nations, no one will be spared. No matter how great your nation is, all nations. No matter how destroyed your nation is, all nations. No nation will be able to say, but God, we suffered and we had terrible leadership and we were abused and we were this color and we were that color and this tribe and that tribe. All nations will have a meeting with the master. Even the presidents of the nations will have a meeting with the master. The politicians of the nations, praise God, will have a meeting with the master. All nations. And he will separate people one from another. As a shepherd separates sheep from the goats. There's a meeting with the master that's coming. There's a judgment that's coming. And then, what's going to happen after this judgment? He will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Get a little glimpse of what heaven's going to be like for those of you that are excited to be there. Come you who are blessed as an invitation. Come you who are blessed. It's a place of blessing. It's a place of abundance. It's a place of the presence of God. Come, those who are blessed by my Father. There's a place of recognition where you are known. I mean, in this place, I want to say hi to every single one of you and every single person watching us online, but I can't. Physically impossible. In heaven, it's not going to be that way. You're not going to be an insignificant someone in a corner. Come, you who's blessed by my Father. And then it says, inherit. Ooh. Heaven is a place where your inheritance lies. Heaven is a place where there's a title deed with your name on it. Heaven is a place where all the sufferings that you've gone through for the sake of the gospel, there's a treasure laid up for you. It's a place of inheritance. I hope you're happy about that. And then it says, the kingdom prepared for you. It's a place that's been prepared for you. It's a place where God, Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you. Where I am, you will be also. Can you imagine that? That's great. When God created you, he knows who you are, and he's preparing a place just for you. He's preparing a place just for you. He's thinking of me as he's preparing a room and a house for me. A little joke. There was a, a couple that, uh, they were old and they died the same day. There's a story, by the way. Uh, it's a joke. A couple died. Ha, 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 LOL. No. Uh, a couple died and they, and, they, and they went to heaven. 
and, and of course, standing by the gate is? There we go. Right? We'll get to that in a few weeks. Uh, Peter's standing by the gate in the story, not biblically. And, and, and so Peter's showing them the house that was built for them, and it's perfect. It's everything that you saw on home improvement. And, you know, and she's like, wow, shiplap, open concept, white girl's dreams, right? <clears throat> and and there, was, there was good stuff for the man, too, the old guy. Like, you know, and, and they're like, and in the backyard, it's golf course. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch, you guys are going to cause me pain. I just thought any golf course, it changes every day to the best golf course. It changes every day. And he's like, what's the fees to go play? Oh, Peter's like, come on, man, having these? No, it's free. I was like, what, really? That's insane. And he's like, we can't afford the mansion. Afford the mansion, it's built for you, it's yours. Here's a title deed to the house. Like, wow, that's crazy. And he's like, what's that beautiful smell? He's like, oh yeah, that's the, the feast, the banquet. You just step this way, sir, and there's a banquet. And he's like, wow. This food looks so healthy and, you know, it's crazy, but I can't eat sugar and I can't eat milk and I'm lactose intolerant, gluten-free, white people, you know, and <laughs> can't do this, can't do that. And, and Peter's like, dude, seriously, you're in heaven. You can eat anything you want and not die. And hearing that the man got so frustrated, he took off his hat, he threw it and he's stomping his hat and mumbling, cartoon cussing under his breath, you know, it's like, and Peter's like, dude, why are you so upset? And he turns to his wife and he says, it's all your stupid healthy eating that kept us alive for so long. We should have died 10 years ago and been here, you know? <clears throat> and it's like, you caused me to suffer. Nudge your wife and be like, that's why I eat bacon for breakfast, right? <laughs> when you breathe your last, it's beautiful for those who are on the right, blessed by the Father who will inherit the kingdom prepared for you. But it's not gonna be so great for those who are going to find themselves in hell, where this punishment that comes after this judgment, it says in verse 41 in Matthew 25, then he will say to those on the left, depart from me. I don't know you personally, but you know how much this will break God's heart who knows you personally, who knows you better than your spouse knows you, who knows you better than you know yourself, for him to say, depart from me. You cursed. Hell is a place of punishment after the judgment. And the punishment is being away from the presence of a God who loves you. That's all the time we have for today. But we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014 Eagle, Idaho 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app. Available in your app store. 